the doctrine of checks and balances. Let us see about it. Before that, let us remember that most of the state under the constitution incorporates both the theory of separation of power and the doctrine of checks and balances. So both these principles, the theory of separation of power and checks and balances goes hand in hand. They exist together. Why it is so? Can separation of powers exist alone? Or can doctrine of checks and balances alone is enough? For this, we have to first understand the pros and cons involved in the theory of separation of power. So the theory of separation of power prescribes that executive, legislature and judiciary shall be separated and such separation shall be watertight. The objective of this theory is to safeguard the individual's liberty and to prevent emergence of totalitarian structure. But we must also be aware of the disadvantage that would arise when such separation is watertight. Any uncontrolled power when given to either executive or legislature or judiciary would also lead to anarchy. There is a chance for disruption of justice in such an arrangement also. It is to meet this disadvantage the doctrine of checks and balances comes. So under this doctrine, each organ of the government exercises some control over other organs of the government. So this is to prevent the misuse of the sovereign powers on the other organs of the government. Thus, this doctrine of checks and balances helps in establishing a balance among the three organs and helps in checking these organs of the government from misusing the constitutional powers given to them. So, it is only because of this doctrine of checks and balances we usually see that one organ of the government exercising some control over the other organs of the government. For example, any judge of a Supreme Court who is a part of judiciary can be impeached, that is, can be removed only by a resolution passed in the parliament. Here, the legislature exercises its control over the judiciary. To take another example, the laws passed by legislature can be declared null and void by the judiciary if the laws are found to be inconsistent with the provisions of the constitution. By this, the judiciary exercises its control over legislature. Let me quote another example. The president, who happens to be the head of the executive, can be impeached, that is, he or she can be removed only by an impeachment motion passed inside the legislature. By this, the legislature exercises its control over the executive. So by these arrangements, we can see the existence of doctrine of checks and balances in our country. So, understanding the doctrine of checks and balances and also the theory of separation of power would help us to understand the operation of Indian constitution better. Thanks a lot. We'll meet you again.